chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Lugnuts podcast, the NASCAR podcast for the average fan. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside my co-host, Thomas Dick. And uh, Thomas, it looked like Darlington was a little too tough to tame this weekend. You know, I, I, I wasn't happy with this stuff this week. I think they, they sabotaged themselves with the repave bullshit and not having uh, the racers get to, to drive on the tracks. I mean, how do you do that? I mean, it, it'd be like the NBA decided the balls were going to be uh, six inches uh, bigger and the hoop was going to be like a foot higher and they didn't give the teams a chance to practice on the, with the new stuff and then said, Hey, come out and watch our games. It'll be fun. Yeah. I mean, it was, and you could tell that these guys were experiencing something that they never had before. We had guys uh, sliding all over the place and uh, it really was. And then we had a bunch of cautions uh, last night or Sunday night um, in the cup series race. So all in all, like, I mean, it, it was a NASCAR weekend, but some of these races were a little meh. Well, I mean, they showed Cindric's average speed going through the uh, little patchwork they did, and he was going like four miles an hour slower through there, which meant he was going down the straightaway slower because all of them were scared. I don't want to say they were scared shitless. They're driving 180 miles an hour, but you could tell they were cautious, which you shouldn't be in a race. You should have practice. You should be able to figure the effing thing out, and then you should be able to go race like with a little more confidence besides oh am i gonna run into the wall every time i go around this fucking turn yeah so let's get into the uh it sounds like you like whenever we have these controversial things i like have to be the ass that like yaps about it and then you're like let's just go on to the next. <laughs> i would like for once for you to have a spine and come out and say something well once i feel passionate about something maybe i will you're just more emotional than i am I mean, you didn't feel passionate about how stupid that was. I mean, it, I mean, I think that's why it made for shitty racing. Yeah. All right, let's get into the trucks. All right, now, so we'll go with the trucks. Now that you like showed a little bit of passion, I'll <laughs> uh, let's go into trucks. It was the second race of the weekend. They race uh, Monday, Sunday afternoon. Um, in stage one, Sheldon Creed and Matt Crampton were out front early and by lap eight the those two and john hunter nemechek have really broken away from the pack and then on lap 10 we see john hunter nemechek take the lead as he passes sheldon creed yeah then i found it a little odd they had the competition caution and in this race a lot of people pit and like almost i think half the playoff guys pitted which is really odd because the day before in the xfinity race like no one did and it was like was almost like why do we have a competition caution if no one's gonna pit so yeah i found that odd yeah so we get a restart on lap 21 it's nemechek hosevar craft gilliland friesen and chandler smith they didn't pit uh nemechek and hosevar are out front and then one lap later we get a debris caution yeah um there was debris on the track <laughs> I forget who it was from. Anyhow, they try to restart on lap 27, but Colby Howard spins himself out. So we get another yellow. And I think on that first restart, the lap 22, that's where Ben Rhodes rear ends. Yeah. Um, Sheldon Creed, right? Sheldon Creed. 
and that's going to cause havoc down the road. But then we uh, we get a lap 31 restart. Nemechek's unchallenged. He wins his 10th stage of the year. He's followed by Crafton, Smith, Friesen, Creed. You'll recognize all those names. It was Chandler Smith. You'll recognize all those names. They're playoff guys. Yep. And then uh, stage two, uh, Ben Rhodes, who I predicted to win. And then when I turned on the race and saw that he had all this uh, bear bond and his uh, hood looked like he had just ran into one of those black boars in Texas that you can't see when you're driving at night. I kind of knew I was uh, shit out of luck. But uh, as you had mentioned, he rear-ended Sheldon Creed on the restart. He's got bear bond all over it. He's not feeling good. Uh, but Sheldon Creed and John Hunter Nemechek are out front. Yeah, but then uh, lap 60, uh, Chandler Smith, who was looking pretty strong um, pretty much the whole race, he's gotten by Nemechek. He and Creed are breaking away. And then he, uh, Chandler Smith finally gets the lead on lap 64. And then we get a uh, Ben Rhodes. Um, it had nothing to do with the, uh, the bear bond front end, but it did have to do with that he was back in the pack with some riffraff. He gets in a three-way incident with Jack Wood and Chris Wright. Yeah, so Ben Rhodes, who uh, not the best day for him. He ended up finishing 34th, only got four points um, from finishing 34th and then finished 10th uh, in stage one. Uh, so we see a couple guys have uh, minor issues pitting. Matt Crafton had to put in brake fluid, and then Austin Hill uh, needed a lot of adjustments. He said he was 10 out of 10 tight. Yeah, I mean, that uh, sounds tight. <laughs> lap 71 restart uh creed gets a huge bump from host far to get out front uh Nemechek gives darlington a, a stripe attempting to pass creed on uh lap 82 he seemed to lose some of his mojo from there um really didn't challenge much the rest of the stage and then i had picked dylan lupton to finish in the top 10 that was my uh lock lock of the week pick he hit the wall he was running 15th that shows you how much my lock of the week pick was. Well, then we see Sheldon Creed. He wins stage two. Uh, Chandler Smith finishes second, followed by John Hunter Nemechek, Matt Kraft, and it, friend of the program, Carson Hosevar. And then in the final stage, this was the weirdest damn thing I've ever seen. Uh, Zane Smith actually got yelled at by his crew chief. He thought he had eight more pit boxes to go and tries to pass Matt Crafton, who's going really slow, and then realizes that his pit box is not a uh, down pit road. It's right there. He cuts in front of Crafton, and he gets spun out, pitting backwards, and he loses about 20 spots or so. Yeah, it was it was an amateur move. Like, the reason Crafton goes really slow is he's getting ready to go into his pit box, and then all of a sudden, like, I didn't actually see I think Zane Smith's pit box might have been behind Crafton's. So if he would have just stayed behind him, he could have pitted right behind him. Instead, he did a full 180 pit in reverse. Real. Uh... Anyhow, restart uh, 50 to go. We got Creed out front. Pretty much that's the theme of the race at this point. Chandler Smith in, in the second. And then with 43 to grow, go, Lawless Allen spun out by Derek Krause. And then uh, Allen on the radio goes, quote, someone needs to knock that kid's teeth out. That's all he's done all year is wreck trucks, end quote. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's honestly a similar uh, sentiment from the what we heard from drivers at the dirt race in Knoxville. 
I know Sheldon Creed was one of the guys, a couple other guys in the post-race thing were like, yeah, that 19 was just effing running into everybody. So Derek uh, not making any friends. And, you know, it's all right if you don't make friends and you win races like uh, Dale Earnhardt Sr. did back in the day. But if you don't make friends and you finish 30th, you're just. You're just a gonad is what they call you. I don't want to call people NASCAR drivers gonads. That wouldn't be a. <laughs> it's not good for our future of our show but i yeah. will restart with 37 to go chandler smith chooses the outside sheldon creed chooses the inside it doesn't matter as we get a caution for josh rume yeah uh just the old spinneroo uh so we get another restart 32 to go we lost five laps thanks to josh um yep. chandler smith on the outside sean creed on the inside again creed out easy he really isn't challenged on the stretch and the, the race that goes oddly green the last 32 laps. You sort of felt like the way it was going, there'd be a yellow, but no yellow. Sean Creed, he wins a second in a row. He uh, won a stage. He gets six huge playoff points. Uh, he's won four out of his last five uh, playoff races because he won the last two playoff, uh, two of the last three last year, plus the only two this year. And uh, a crazy stat I heard, he's led laps in like eight of the, the, the last eight playoff races he's so he's he knows how to get in the playoff form and then uh john hunter nemechek finishes second and also won a stage to build on his playoff points treasure chest he actually locked himself in to the round of eight stuart Friesen finished third Todd gilliland fourth playoff party crashers parker klingerman and grant Enfinger finished uh fifth fifth and sixth chandler smith had a strong seventh place showing and earned 42 total points with stage finishes of eighth and second. Uh, but he's still the last man on the playoff totem pole. Johnny Souter finished eighth, followed by playoff racers Zane Smith, Matt Crafton, Carson Hosevar, and Austin Hill finishing ninth through twelfth. Yeah, as you notice, nine of the uh, nine playoff racers finished in the top ten. Only guy on the outside, as you had said, was Ben Rhodes. Stage points are very important. Uh, in this in this part of the uh, season, with the exception of Tanner Gray's 10th place finish in the second stage and Parker Kligerman's two ninth place finishes, all the stage points were gobbled up by playoff drivers. Yeah, pretty impressive um, to see them. Uh, Austin Hill was the only racer not to earn stage points, and his 25 uh, points for the race was only ahead of Ben Rhodes's four. Um, among playoff drivers, as we mentioned, on to the round of eight, Sheldon Creed, who has won the two playoff races, he's locked in. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek as well, uh, locked in. So that leaves eight trucks battling for six spots. Currently below the cutoff is Zane Smith, who's five points out, and Chandler Smith, uh, who had a great run um, this weekend. Um, he is minus 12. Fairly safe. Matt Crafton, 59 points above the cutoff, and Stuart Friesen is 57 above the cutoff yeah and then uh not very comfortable you got ben rhodes is 15 above todd gilland 11 above friend of the program carson host of our eight above and then austin hill who we mentioned didn't get any playoff points well now he's five above and it was one of those races when there had to be a lot of drivers when they got done thinking boy i had a great race and then they looked at the standings and they didn't make much ground because every pretty much everyone but hill and Rhodes had a great race yeah and that just that's the beauty of the playoff racing is uh you know eight of these teams had really really good races 
Uh, a couple of them didn't, but uh, that makes it interesting. Like you said, these guys come in, think they have a really good race. You know, you finish like Matt Crafton finished 40. You got 43 points after finishing 10th, and he was one to the sixth best driver wow. that are in the playoffs. So one race left to yeah. cut off of eight. So we will preview that. They will be taking this weekend off uh, as the uh, Xfinity and Cup Series go to Richmond. Uh, they will be back in two weeks for Bristol. So that will be uh, pretty exciting. On to Xfinity. This was the first race of the weekend. And this is where you notice that they repaved a section of the track that we were talking about in uh, turns one and two. Uh, thought it was important to repave it since they were hosting two races this season. Uh, but no one knew how that section was going to race. And as we mentioned at the beginning, uh, God forbid they allow any practice or qualifying. Yeah, I mean, it was, and it, it uh, someone uh, met the wall in that corner on lap two, as we'll get to. Yeah, you know, and like I said, I, I don't, I didn't say before, I wasn't against the repave, but let the guys get out there and test it, you know. Yeah, and then we don't have, to have these any more of these stupid uh, competition costs. I mean, if we could have 47,000 people at midnight, yeah, we can get pit crews of uh, five people together and, uh, you know, run a couple laps out there. Yeah. But we digress. Uh, also, before the race, Ty Dillon had to be a late replacement for Brett Moffitt. He was actually uh, picking up a truck from a dealership, and he was flown in by uh, flown in on a helicopter. Yeah, by Andy Petrie. He arrived at. They said he arrived at the track ninety minutes before the race, which uh, you know, yeah, luck. Yeah, you know, good, good to always have your phone on. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, as we race got started, some as you alluded to, lap two, Sam Meyer tagged the wall uh, after going over that reef paved section. No yellow flag for him, but a bad start for Sam Meyer. Uh, Daniel Hemrick was out front with Justin Allgaier stalking, but Hemrick gets debris on the grill on lap 11 and lets Allgaier go by, but then a whole bunch of other cars uh, follow Allgaier. Yeah, I, um, and then we, I like, they, you know, it seemed like an important part of the race, like one of your best drivers dropping back. Not important enough to not go to commercial break. <laughs> so they never actually showed how bad, far back he dro uh, dropped. Um, but uh, Carson Ware, uh, brother of, oh, Cody Ware, brings out the yellow flag fourteen on lap 14 with a spin out. That's when we find out Hemrick, not only did he have stuff on the grill, but he had a, a bad plug wire or plug wire came loose. He has to pit, so bad then, news uh, for him. And then uh, on lap 16, we restart. Justin Algar is out in front of Noah Gregson, and this is where we start to see that 54 car and Denny Hamlin. They started in 14th, but 16 laps in, they're already in third. Yeah, and then uh, he's looking strong. We get to the competition caution on lap 21 after already having a caution. Um, so, wow, two cautions pretty early. Guess what happens? Nobody pits. <laughs> okay. Teams, do you want to have this competition caution? No, we don't want to have it. Okay, we won't have it. Yeah, but then the TV can't get their 42 commercials in during that time. Well, they got it in when Hamrick uh, was dropping back in the field during ring flag laps. I mean, yeah. But we could digress. On lap 26, we restart. Uh, again, Allgaier in front of Gregson with Hamlin stalking. On lap 32, Allgaier has an issue. So Nate, uh, Noah Gregson... And Denny Hamlin fly by him, and it just seems uh, to be that he's nursing tires. And then Denny Hamlin takes the lead on lap 35. 
Yeah, and then uh, Hemrick, who was uh, one of the few cars to put on tires at the competition caution. So one guy came in. I was yeah. wrong. <laughs> one Dude, guy came. And he looks like a genius, though. He restarted in 32nd. He gets new tires. He's all the way up to second by lap 40. A uh, Last lap, uh, Hamlin uh, gets loose trying to pass. Oh, Carson Ware. Carson Ware. So that opens the door for Hemrick, who wins the stage despite having a bad plug wire. That's Darlington. Yeah. Wasn't too tough to tame for uh, Daniel Hemrick. He won the stage, followed by Grayson, Gregson, uh, AJ Allmendinger, Justin Haley, and uh, Denny Hamlin. Uh, in between the stages in the pits, Hamlin is actually exiting the pits and thinks David Starr is going too slow, so tries to pass him. But uh, Star cuts in front of him, trying to get into his pit. <laughs> Just a lot of pit shit going on in Darlington. Like, can you really go too slow on pit road? There's a pit road speed, you know. But and then uh, Sam Meyer caught on fire. Yeah, it catches on fire. That was a really, really just a lot of stuff going on. It was like a, uh, you know, fast and furious episode uh, in the pits during that break. A lot of fire and people passing each other and probably yep. MF and people. <laughs> and then uh, we get some action early on in stage two as we restart on lab 54. Justin Haley, who had gained three spots in the pits, is out front but gets passed by A.J. Allmendinger. And then five laps later, Brandon Jones spins out coming off that repaved corner. He brings out a yellow cut loose and then clipped by his teammate, Daniel Hemrick. Yep. Um and that's where we see the graphic just talking about how slow Cindric is going on the repatched corner. Just a shit show, you know, just a bad. I'm just going to keep taking digs at NASCAR on this bad decision. Late at lap 65, though, uh, uh, colleagues, uh, Almendinger gets a huge push from Gregson. He takes the lead on that restart. Uh, but Gregson is starting to look strong. He gets the lead on lap 71. He's stalked by Sindrick uh, or Almendinger in second is being stalked by Sindrick. Um, who's also, those two are racing for the uh, regular season points. So they'll get that 15 points for the, uh, the playoffs. Yeah. And then uh, 15 laps later on lap 86, Sindrick passes Almendinger for second, but Almendinger uh, doesn't give up the spot. And uh, gets run into the uh, Cendric gets run into the wall by Almendinger, has minor damage, and Cendric drops back. Uh, but then we see Noah Gregson as those two are duking it out. He's starting to pull away and gets a 2.68 second lead. Yeah. And then multiple guys tried to pass Almendinger for second. And he's like, Up yours, man. I'm not letting you by. And they tried to pass him high and they couldn't do it. Well, finally, Hamlin pulls it off. He's looking strong. And then they're effing four wide on the last lap, just asking for a wreck. But at that point, Allman or Allgaier, probably one of the passes of the race, he passes three cars right before the finish line. He finished fourth in the stage. Yep. Noah Gregson ended up winning the stage, followed by Hamlin, Hamlin, Cendric, Allgaier, and then Daniel uh, Hemrick. As we get to the last stage, Riley Herbst, man, 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 he cannot catch a break. He has a loose lug nut, has to repit. Gets shuffled from eighth place to the end of lead lap, uh, and we see that this will come back to haunt him. On lap 98, we get a restart. Almondinger out front, pushed by uh, Noah Gregson. Uh, six laps later, Denny Hamlin uh, doesn't really need much work to get by uh, Almondinger, and Hamlin's looking like the car to beat. 
Yeah, he is looking strong. And then we get the lap 109. One of the most vicious rear ends you're ever going to see um, as far as an accident. Um, just, <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, Riley Herbst gets rope-a-doped, I think, by Brandon Brown. Um, to, to set this up, we got Tommy Joe Martins in front of Brandon Brown, who is in front of uh, Riley Herbst. Herbst is just driving around. You know, it's a nice Sunday drive. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, um, Brown cuts up against the wall, and Martin's rear end <laughs> is through the front end of, like it happened in an instant, like yep. excellent, no time to. So Martin's gets rear-ended, and then the uh, the um, the hood, yeah, goes up on the windshield, and it's like an episode of Chips I once saw where this little kid's flying a kite by the beach and it gets loose and it goes on some old dude's windshield and the old dude's driving all crazy. It was just like that. Uh, so Riley Herbst, luckily safe, because I just, that had to be, was that one of the most vicious rear yeah. ends? I mean, seen? he had no time to react. And he hit him so hard. He hit him going yeah. full speed. Um, and it was about like close, still kind of like in the middle of the back stretch too. So it wasn't like they were starting to break or do anything. No, that was pretty uh, yowzer. Um, so Herps, you know, in one of those years, he's still in the lead, like in the last spot for the playoffs, but he had a chance to really run away from Michael and that, and that's gone. Yeah. And then we see everybody pretty much pits on lap 111. We restart with 32 to go. And Timmy Hill has one of the worst restarts we have ever seen. He is, he takes out front or he's out front, chooses the outside lane with old tires. And it was just like he ran out of gas or something. It was so <laughs> effing brutal. And yeah, honestly, he pretty much ran a pick for Hamlin. Um, and basically, if you chose the outside lane and were behind Timmy Hill, you lost about five or spots at least. Yeah, it was it, like, and we're seeing this a lot. And not so much the Timmy Hill bad, but the people making bad decisions, staying out with old tires. Have we seen it work? No. No, <laughs> it has never, ever, ever, ever worked. Anyway, Denny Hamlin is unchallenged. There's no doubt he's going to win. Who picked him to win? That was me, baby. You like you're looking pretty good right now. We got ten to go, uh, though. But Brandon Jones has an unforced pit. Gibbs driver, does he foil a win for another Gibbs driver? Uh, well, let's see. We come into the pits. Denny Hamlin edged out. Uh, Gregson coming out of the pit. So it looks like we'll restart with five to go. But wait. Denny Hamlin <laughs> and the fifty-four team cheated. They got caught. The left side tire was already in the pit box when Hamlin came in to stop. So his illegal chances to win the race goes up in smoke. We are actually watching this in the football press box and I am pissed off because I was already talking my shit thinking that I was going to predict uh, two Xfinity races in a row. Like, how's your tire there? Like, it seems like a rule that you would, you would never break. That seems yeah. like a, like, Hey guys, uh, the today, you know, the one rule we're not going to break that one where you don't you have the tire on the other side of the wall i think that's easy because you know how easy it is to not break that you don't put the tire over the wall <laughs> it's not like the tire's over the wall and you got to pull it back yeah the tire starts out on the good side of the wall so yeah, see, yeah got busted for cheating 
Yeah, we see Daniel Hamrick and Landon Castle. They're both out on old, old tires. tires. Yeah, old tires. Like, it's going to be chaos. It's a bold strategy. They are out front. Uh, but now, no this chaos. one wasn't by choice. They had no tires left. So oh, I will give, yeah. I will cut them a break. When Timmy Hill did it, he had two sets of tires left. <laughs> uh, so, but there's really no chaos. Noah Gregson weaves through them uh, to take the lead. Uh, Hemrick's old tires causes him with spin with four to go, but we stay green. And then we noticed that uh, there's something wrong with AJ Allmendinger too. It ended up being a right front issue. Um, there's debris on the check from uh, Daniel Hemrick's spin out. So we get a, finally, a yellow comes out with two to go. We go to overtime. Uh, Gregson chooses the inside. Austin Sendrick chooses the outside. And Gregson gets a great jump. Uh, Harrison Burton looks like he can challenge him twice in the third turn, but Gregson has too much momentum off the high line and gets his first win of 2021, snaps a 49-race winless streak. And someone picked him to win. Who was that? Um, Was it you? I don't know. I'm going to pause so you can drop in the clip of me saying he won. Noah Gregson, Harrison Burton, Austin Sendrick, Justin Haley, and Jeb Burton are in the top, finish the top five. Justin Allgaier, Tyler Reddick, Jeremy Clements, Myatt Snyder, and Alex LeBay uh, round out the top 10. Denny Hamlin, who we said was running strong, finishes 12th. Yeah, everyone runs well in the 54 car except Ty Dillon and Denny Hamlin. <laughs> Hamlin was running well, though. <laughs> no, nah, nah, where'd he finish? Where'd he finish? He finished 12th. And it's ironic, because guess who finished 13th? Ty Dillon. Ty Dillon. And a uh, replacement for what you, you would think is an inferior number zero two car. Nothing against our motorsports. They've been yeah. running well lately, but they haven't been the 54 car. So we have uh, two races left until the playoffs. Jeremy Clement. Uh, moves up to 10th place. He passes Brandon Jones and seems fairly safe, being at 78 points above the cutoff. Brandon Jones now in the 11th spot. He's 65 points clear. Riley Herbst is in 12 with his lead over Michael Annette being chopped 22 points off of the lead for the last spot. It is now down to 44 points. So we'll yeah, be interested to see. And uh, Riley Herbst, you know, he got into that accident on the back stretch and he wasn't able to really take advantage of Michael Annette being out with his injury either. Yeah. Well, Michael Annette was back this well, week. I know tonight, but or this week, but I'm saying like yeah. you know, before he really wasn't take, able to take full advantage. Oh yeah. 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 He's uh, it's been an issue with him all year, which is why he's in the last cutoff spot. Yeah. Um, and you, like we said before, if Josh Berry and uh, Ty Gibbs will run full time. Guess who wouldn't be in the playoffs? Riley Herbst. Riley Herbst. Um, going to be two great races though. I think Richmond and, uh, and, and Bristol, as long as they, I don't know, have they repaved like a, a couple corners and not let people try it out? They should. Yeah, they should do that. Like get Bristol, on that Bristol had to repave after they, uh, got all that dirt on there. It'll be like, it'll be like campus here where they, uh, you know, when people are on vacation, they don't do work. And then as soon as people get back to campus, they, uh, like repave shit. So they should come out Thursday with some stuff and try to repave. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see we go to Sunday night's cup race and what seemed like the longest race of the season. Well over four hours. Stage one, Ryan Blaney, Kurt Busch jump out front as uh, Denny Hamlin spins his tires. And then early on, we start to see Hendrick Motorsports his day go sour as Alex Bowman has electrical gremlins. And then on lap 16, Bowman goes into the wall, tears off his left rear corner panel. 
Yeah, and this is uh, where we see uh, Kurt Busch has uh, passed uh, Blaney before the uh, the yellow. Wait, where'd that come from? Hey, Blaney looks like he's got some short run speed. So if they get a lot of pits, he looks like the guy who's going to win. But Kurt Busch looks pretty good with the long run speed. And then uh, lap 19, we restart. Bush is out in front of Blaney. Uh, Michael McDowell pitted, pitted. He was one of the few to put on tires. So he starts to fly through the field. And then uh, Kevin Harvick's hauling ass. He's in second uh, right before the competition caution on lap 26. Some guys come into pit and Chase Elliott runs into some guys pit tires and it caves the front end of his car. He has to repit. So early on 26 laps in and two of the Hendrick cars have issues. Yeah. Not looking good for the Hendrick guys between those two. And then, you know, you got the bridesmaid running around. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't look good. Lap 31. We restart Kevin Harvick, Kurt Busch and Denny Hamlin out front. Michael McDowell goes hard into the wall. And that was a great playoff run. Thanks for participating, Michael. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, at this point in the race, like, yeah, <laughs> Michael McDowell. Thanks for coming. <laughs> On lap thirty-six, Harvick gets a great restart, and then twelve laps later, uh, this you know, last week Rick Ware cars they did the uh, triple Indy. This week they do the double deuce. Ware decides to stay out, but tire blows up, destroys his tire, and then uh, NBC did a great job of showing their accident where all three cars got into each other from last week. Yeah, you know, which is great because I don't know if you guys remember we weren't able to watch the race last. Oh, week, that's so true. I didn't even think about it. Was great that. for them to you know let us see some of that stuff. Yeah, and you know. Good, good money spent by Nerd Tech, though. They got some uh, a lot of TV time there on the the uh, the, the Cody Wear cars. So yeah, tough, tough couple weeks for the wear. I hope they didn't lose five cars total. I hope they were able to fix some of those cars up. But yeah, so lap fifty. Stop running into each other. <laughs> <laughs> lap fifty four, we restart. Hamlin gets a great start. He continues the trend of cars on the inside lane, um, taking off. By lap 100, Hamlin has his lead up to 4.3 seconds. He coasts to a stage win. He's followed by Kyle Larson, Kurt Busch, Ryan Blaney, and Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex Jr., Tyler Reddick, Eric Amarola, Ross Chastain, and Joey Logano rounding out the top 10 for the first stage. Stage two, this is where we, uh, this is where you got a little pissed off. We restart on lap 23. Larson uh, finally gives the outside lane hope. He beats Hamlin. But on lap 125, Kyle Busch makes contact with Austin Dillon. He goes into the wall. He takes his car into the garage. He ran over some cones, uh, put people in danger, and he drove his car right to the hauler. Yeah, I just. I want to hear this rant. You were bragging about how you were going to go off this morning. So let's. Well, I know. I don't know about you. I'm the guy that brings the passion, I think. And, and, And first of all, the broadcast, they really didn't show much of the accident afterwards. They showed it maybe once, twice. They only showed it from one angle. It definitely, now, it looked to me like Kyle came down into Dylan from my amateur eye. Is that what it looked like to you? Yes. Okay, because they never mentioned that. They're sort of like, oh, they were sort of wishy-washy. It looked clearly like Austin Dillon was in his lane the entire time. And they're sort of like, eh. He didn't blame Dylan, but they want to come out and say it was Kyle Bush's fault. Well, then, secondly, if NASCAR, if I don't read on jski.com or Bob Packrust doesn't tell me in the next week 
that he is suspended for a race. I don't want NASCAR to ever talk about how much they care about safety because that was just a gonad move. It's a guy with – he's got issues. He's got – yeah. He's got some sort of uh, anger management issues, and you shouldn't be in a car if you have those issues. I agree. But I don't think NASCAR has the stones to sit him because they, well, I mean, they want the demented Bush fans to, to watch all the races. I mean, we saw him. He's had issues. You know, he kind of held off when we were at, uh, was it New Hampshire when the rain came, and he rear-ended the – pace car and then we see stuff like this and uh i mean there were like you said there's people that were you know kind of hesitant like jumping out of the way they had tires on the little dollies that they're trying to get out of the way and it's just people trying to work and then some uh angry gonad we don't call people gonads on this show remember well in that moment he was acting like a gonad he wasn't a gonad he was acting like a gonad and then uh they finally get to his uh, his interview afterwards, and that confused me even more because he he does his interview. He said it wasn't Dylan's fault. I know it wasn't Dylan's fault. He said they sucked, meaning his team. He said okay. the sim sucked, which there he's taking a shot at Toyota because they provide the sim. He says he got wrecked, but he says it wasn't Dylan's fault. So was there an effing ghost car out there that wrecked him? Who wrecked him? Uh but he and sounded I mean, like someone that's pissed off at his team. Okay, well, that's where, like, uh, we talked about the conspiracy theory where we think Joe DiMaggio uh, had Kennedy killed. I think he is trying to get out of a contract. Oh, all right. Everything he did w- w- is an action of someone trying to get out of a contract who doesn't want to ride for Gibbs anymore. Where would he go? I don't know. I'm hoping uh, Spire Motors... <laughs> I'm thinking he would just go back to Xfinity and trucks and just dominate and win everything. Yeah, uh, you know, maybe him and John Hunter Nemechek can just dominate everybody. Uh, it's, it's just such weird actions. I don't know. Yeah. But do you not think he should be – I think at least – I think he should at least be fine. No really. suspension, though. We're talking safety. That was a – But you're talking missing a playoff race, and he's one of the that, Whose fault's that? That's not my fault. That's true. I think he'll get, if anything, it would be a hefty. I mean, he didn't get anything when he hit the pit car, which that was nuts that he didn't get anything for that. And this is where I think people who like Kyle Busch and people who hate Kyle Busch can agree that he was acting like a gonad. Yeah. And if you don't think he was, you're just a bad human being. Uh, but let's get back to the race. Lap 158, Elliott, Chase Elliott misses pit road. He drops back a couple of spots. Lap 162, Truex reports a loose wheel. He gets lucky because there's debris on the track. Uh, so we get a yellow on lap 163. Uh, Christopher Bell hit the debris twice, though. Yeah, like he saw it the first time. He didn't see it the first time, but I think he felt it. But then he ran right over it the second time. And actually, Truex ends up not being as lucky as he could have been. Because some of the cars hadn't pitted, he ends up still lapped down, and he couldn't take the waiver on because he had to pit. So, sucks for him, lapped down. Yeah. Lap 169, restart. Kyle Larson is out front. Lap 200, the Exalta Chevy, uh, that is uh, Alex Bowman. His right front goes down, and then William Byron follows them as he goes hard into the wall, too. Yeah. He wieners it, uh, wiener pills it right into the wall in the Exalta car. 
Um, just bad day for half of Hendrick, but the uh, the bread. Oh, well, no, that'd made... be three fourths. Oh yeah, three fourths. I forgot about Elliot. <laughs> uh, lap two hundred six. Uh, Larson though, he wins the restart. Uh, he ends up winning the stage. He's followed by Christopher Bell, Ross Chastain, who is looking pretty strong, Denny Hamlin, and Kevin Harvick. And then uh, in between the stage break, Ryan Blaney doesn't control his tires, so his pit crew gets a penalty. Larson out front again. He's fairly untested on lap 253. Christopher Bell has to take an unscheduled pit stop. And then this is where we kind of notice on lap 263, lots of non-playoff cars in the fray. Ross Chastain's in fourth, Corey LaJoy's in eighth, Ryan Priest is in ninth. But it looks like it doesn't really matter is on lap 282, Larson's lead is up to seven and a half seconds. Yeah, it looked like springtime Kyle Larson's coming back out, the guy who just couldn't lose. Um, he, uh, we said his lead was 7.5 seconds, but uh, – Starts dwindling. It looks like uh, Chastain is coming on strong. He cuts it down to 5.3 second, uh, 5.3 seconds by lap 288, uh, and that's when uh, Kevin Harvick has to come in. He's got an unscheduled pit. Is it loose lug nuts? Helping the broadcast. Sounds like loose lug nuts. On lap 301, Ross Chastain passes Kyle Larson in green flag pit cycle for the pseudo lead. Uh, Chastain has his fastest pit stop of the season. Uh, Hamlin, Truex, and Chris Buescher are on a different pit cycle. And then lap 319, Ryan Blaney. No breaks! <laughs> brings out the yellow. And this is where we see Martin Truex Jr. for the 42,069th time this season. He gets busted for speeding uh, down pit road. Yeah, just, you know, he looked like, at this point, the three, three, to me, the three fastest cars look like Larson, Chastain, Truex, with Hamlin a shade behind. Yeah. That's what I saw. I don't know what, I don't know what Jeff Burton saw. <laughs> yeah, so he's a restart with 42 to go, 15 cars on the lead lap. Hamlin's got a good start, Larson behind. Uh, one lap later, we have cars going three wide. It's Bubba Wallace, Christopher Bell, and Chase Elliott. And uh, Elliott gets blasted into the wall. He goes to the garage, doesn't run over cones. And his uh, interview sounded like somebody that wanted to keep his contract with his current team. He basically uh, owned up to everything, said that they, he was terrible today. It wasn't anybody else's fault. Um, but he knew that he was bad. But he's excited to get to Richmond and have a good day very mature of chase elliott compared to the number 18 we restart with 36 to go it's hamlin and larson once again with 23 to go truex is hauling ass he's up to fifth place he's the fastest car on three of the last five laps um 18 to go lap traffic it's allowing call larson to catch up to denny hamlin and ross chastain not too far behind and he gets uh jinxed by jeff burton yeah yeah <laughs> he uh Chastain, he uh, he says he has the fastest car. <laughs> Jeff Burton says that Chastain has the yeah. fastest car. What did he do last week? Last week he's like, oh, I wouldn't pull that move now. Oh yeah, in the Xfinity <laughs> race, and then they did it, and then so Chastain's in third, and he's about what point six seconds behind Denny Hamlin. Yeah. And Jeff Burton comes on and goes, Ross Chastain, he's you go, I'll watch out for him. He's got the fastest car on the track right now, and then. Not even a lap later, he's a second and a half behind. I don't want, uh, yeah, it, immediately after he said that, 
Uh, Chastain had an un unsuccessful attempt to get by Larson, and I think he used up his tires because he yeah. just started dropping back. That battle allows Hamlin to start inching away. Yeah, and a Truex, who also had the fast car, obviously didn't have enough time. But Denny Hamlin gets his first win of the year. He wins going away, uh, followed by Kyle Larson, who's always a bridesmaid, never yeah. a bride. Uh, Ross Chastain, Martin Truex Jr., Kevin Harvick uh, in the top five. Uh, or, top six. Uh, top six. No, that'd be the top five. No. You had Hamlin, Larson, Chastain, Truex, Harvick. Oh, shit. You missed someone. Then, no, it went Hamlin, Larson, Chastain, Truex, Harvick, the top five. Okay. Uh, Kurt Busch finished sixth, and then a pretty quiet night, but solid finishes for Brad Keselowski and Joey Logano from Team Penske. Keselowski didn't finish in the top ten in any stages. He finishes seventh. Logano, who finished tenth and seventh in the stages, finishes eighth. Chris Busher, ninth. Austin Dillon finishes tenth. So yeah. only uh, five playoff drivers. No, excuse me. Seven playoff drivers in the top ten. I can't count. No. Uh, and then you had uh, a pretty strong finish. I want to get uh, Corey LaJoy in 15th place. You know, he's been running well the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Maybe he wants to get in that 18 car in Joe Gibbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, non-playoff uh, cars, Newman and uh, – or, excuse me, uh, Busher 9th, Dylan uh, 10th, Cole Custer 11th, Ryan Priest 12th, Suarez 13th, uh, Newman 14th. Uh, Corey LaJoy, 15th. Some other playoff guys, Eric Amarola finished 16th, Tyler Reddick, 18th, Christopher Bell, 20th, Ryan Blaney, 22nd, Alex Bowman, 26th, Chase Elliott, 31st, William Byron, 34th, and in DFL, Michael McDowell. Yeah. Bad, bad. Well, I, I would say bad, bad day for Hendricks Motorsports, but just bad. Well, no, bad, bad day. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad two bads or three? Three. Three. Bowman 26, as we said, Elliot 31st, Byron 34th, but they did have the bridesmaid. Yeah, when three or four cars finish in the bottom half. Yeah, I, and what I will say from this race, it's the opposite of the race we talked, the other, the truck race, um, where everyone had a good race. We're like, oh my God, we didn't make any ground. This one, almost everyone had a bad race. So nobody, even though you had a bad race uh and you felt really angry and you had to get your issues out and run over cones you know nobody is uh was really eliminated uh breathe deep and don't act like a gonad yeah so as we look at the playoff standings the round of 12 hamlin is in uh with the win larson is as safe as you're going to be he is 80 points clear that leaves 14 cars fighting for the last 10 spots fairly safe Martin Truex Jr. is plus 36. Kurt Busch plus 26. Sort of safe. Ryan Blaney is plus 22. Logano plus 21. Harvick uh, plus 20. These guys are really uh, not safe at all. Kislowski is an eighth. Bell is a ninth. Elliott in 10th. Amarola at 11th. Um, Reddick is shown in 12th, even though he's tied with, quote-unquote, first guy out Bowman. Kyle Busch would be out of the playoffs. He's minus two. Think about how pissed off he would uh, be. And then William Byron is minus nine. Michael McDowell basically out of it at minus 20. Yeah, and he's really complaining about how awful his car in the sim is, even though Joe Gibbs' car won the race and a Joe Gibbs' car finished fourth. So maybe the Joe Gibbs guy – maybe not giving you the best effort because maybe you act like a go at. Yep. And even Christopher Bell, I mean, he had a little bit of 
issues uh, getting debris, hitting debris and getting into it with the uh, Bubba Wallace and Chase Elliott. But I mean, he finished second in stage two. So yeah, there's only one Joe Gibbs car that wasn't good. So that will do it for uh, Darlington recap. We will be back for uh, the 28th cup race of the season. That'll be at Richmond um, this next week. And this was our 60th episode that we've done all together. Tom. I hope we get an ice cream cake for that. We will tomorrow. Oh, today. Today. And radio podcast line. <laughs> well, we appreciate you guys for listening. You can follow us along on Twitter at Loose Lug Nuts Pod or on Instagram at Loose Lug Nuts Podcast. You can find us on Spotify uh, or Apple Podcasts. Make sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review. We'll be back on Friday breaking down the news. Thomas is hoping that first story that we talk about is Kyle Bush being suspended well, we already got news. I'm saving it for the thing, but we got news. Oh, what a teaser. We'll be back on Friday to preview uh, Richmond. We hope you guys have a great week. We thank you guys for listening. We will see you. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain. I started running many stops when I was 13. Short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Strilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride Harry High and now I've got some others on my side you've given me my wings now it's up to me to fly